Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What is up, girl dads? Hope you're doing great. I'm doing pretty good, actually. I just got back from a daddy-daughter camping trip this weekend, so I've kind of made it this tradition to where on when they turn four that, uh, that fall, so my girls are both fall birthdays in that spring, so usually March, April, I take them just a one-on-one camping trip, and it's it's super, super duper important to me. So with my oldest, I did that and it was literally the best memory of my life. Like it was just so amazing. I didn't realize how important it was to me. And I've been working on things and building some of my philosophies around that experience. And so I was like, definitely going to continue that tradition with my youngest as well. I need that time with them. So what I did is we picked a weekend where it worked out and I loaded up the the car with the necessity, just the bare necessities. Like I didn't want to overcomplicate the trip. The trip was just about being there one-on-one with my daughter. So I, I, I learned from my first trip. So the first outing with my oldest didn't go well. It was, it got really cold she was freezing and crying and she just wanted to go home. I didn't pack any firewood, so I was expecting to get firewood there. But it's a very well-used area, so there was zero firewood. And it was, you know, it was a great evening, but the morning was really rough. So I learned that I need to, to pack a little bit extra, right? So I packed pillows. I packed the good sleeping bag. So we had some, a little bit of cushion and we were warm. So my, my youngest was, her experience was much uh, more put together than my oldest, but that's okay. That's how it goes. Um, so pack the car with the, the necessities. And if you don't have one of these already, like it's called a chuck box, that's what we call it. A box that has all of your stuff for camping that you can literally just chuck into the back of your car and go. And so I had my chuck box, our sleeping bags, and my tent, and we were off with a little bit of food. Just enough food to get us by. Like, it was just dinner and breakfast. That was it. So we got out there. It's a a little place called Seven Springs. I grew up going there, you know, going for crawdads and tromping in the creek. And it's still a a nice day trip that I take my girls to. But just past the, the main the main park, the main campgrounds, everything just a little, you go a little bit farther and there's these really nice set. There's maybe like five or six really pretty well-established unofficial camping sites, but everybody knows about them. And so we got in there. There was luckily there was nobody there. We were the only ones in there, which was amazing. You know, when I'm with my oldest, there was like six other people there and you could hear the radios and talking and and it was still a great time, but you know, you couldn't, your path to the creek wasn't as direct, right? This time we were, we were camping right on the creek. Unfortunately, it was very late in the year. So the creek was pretty much, uh, barely a trickle and the places where it was deep was pretty stagnant and funky and green moss growing on it. But who cares? That's part of the fun, right? So my, my youngest had no problem tromping around in the gunk and the green goo. It was, 
it was still a blast. So we we got there, we got camp set up, and it, there was, you know, camping is, is an amazing opportunity for, for lessons because these kids that are so used to their parents doing everything for them, and you go camping, it's like, hey, if you if you don't help, we don't get camp. Like, if you don't help gather firewood, we don't have a fire. If you don't help set up the tent, we don't have a tent, you know, and you can really like it's a one to one situation that we're like, you have to contribute to be a part of this. And, you know, because I'm not going to sit there and do everything all by myself while she sits there. It's, you know, it's very apparent in that scenario where as if there was other kids and they could run around and play, they would they wouldn't recognize that they're sitting there doing nothing while someone else is doing everything. So it was a great opportunity to be like, hey, no, if you don't contribute, then then you don't have. It's part of tribe mentality, basically. So it was a great lesson there. We got everything set up, and we had a great time. We were tromping through the creek. We saw a Gila monster, which is bonkers, because I've only seen one of those my whole life. Uh, so this is the second sighting of a Gila monster. They're very rare. And then we saw, you know cows and horses and giant hawks and and, and just had a great time we cooked sausages on our skewers over the fire and drank out of our tin cups and you know got up and my my youngest is just kind of a maniac she's either wanting to go and do something no, it's just that's what she she always wants to go and do something. So it's either like, hey, let's go for a walk. Hey, let's go in the tent. Hey, let's go do this. Hey, let's go do that. And so, but it's nice because I don't have all of the other requirements. I can just be there with her. Now, granted, once the campfire started, I'd be like, hey, babe, we can't just go for a walk because we'll burn the the desert down. But it was it was it was great. And and so my thought around all of this was is that. This one-on-one time is so important. The reason is, is because once you remove that sense of competition, they they almost become different people. One, we become different people, right? We chill out. We relax. We're not worried about things as much. We're just there. We're present. And so they don't feel like they have to, to compete with our distractions for our attention. So that kind of falls out of them. They don't really need to poke at us and demand their attention from us because we're looking at our phones, we're there. We're present with them. They also don't have to compete with their siblings for for attention, you know, because there's only mom and dad only have so much attention they can give. And there's this real like need to poke and pry and be like, no, no, look at me, look at me. I have to be seen. And you know that that speaks to us. We have to make sure that we're we're seeing our kids for who they are without comparing or, or making them feel like you're just a number or you're, you know, that you're not part of a herd and that you're an individual and that we see you. It's really interesting on how when you go camping and it's just you and your daughter and all of that need for competition and comparison, it all just goes away. And my daughter said it perfectly. She was crying and throwing a fit because mom wasn't going to be there and her sister wasn't going to be there and just a mess. It was I was trying my best not to be offended. I probably still was a little offended, but I knew she would get over it. And she took a nap. She crashed out for like 30 minutes on the drive up. And then when we got going, she looks at me and she goes, I don't know why I was so 
worried about this. I'm having a great time. I was like, yeah, I knew you would. Like, you got to trust me here a little bit. But that that's what it is. It, it's just that they, especially with my youngest. So the youngest, her identity is almost just completely built around comparison to her or her older sister, right? She exists in the shadow of or in comparison of or, or you know, by definition of her older sister. So you remove that and it's scary to her. It drives her nuts. It's our anxiety. But then when she get, got out there, she's like, wow, I really like this. This is this is fun. I love this. And I loved it too. And, and it was so good because I'm going to be honest, I think every family that has more than one kid, you're going to, this is going to relate. There's one kid that you get along with really well because they're very similar to your spouse because you get along with your spouse. Otherwise you wouldn't have married her. Um, it makes sense that, you know, you kind of, you kind of vibe. And then there's a kid that is, that you just fight like an old married couple constantly and you fight with them because they're just like you. And because they're just like you, you just, you just bang heads all the time. And that's me with my youngest. And we sit there and we go, oh no, like this is like, I can't spend the whole time with her. We're just going to fight and be miserable and it's going to be awful. But, but that's not the case. That's not how it works. Like when you, when you get them out of that situation and you find, oh wait, somebody who is like me has similar interests to me, right? And you can get along with someone like that. So like when you remove them out of the situation to where they have to compete for attention, then they're not going to pick at you and they're not going to push those buttons that you know will just make you crazy because they don't need to push your buttons. And so I would say that if you do have one of those kids that's just like you and because they're just like you, they just they know how to make you crazy, don't be afraid to spend the entire day just you and her together because I'm telling you, there's something about that situation where when they don't have to compete for attention, their behavior is different. And when their behavior, when that all goes away and you can really connect and when you connect, then you're really building the bond that lasts forever. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.